10, 9, <laughs> 8. What's up? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. 2019 here. I'm in 2020, so you gotta catch up. <laughs> no, you're not. I already wasted 2019. How was it? It was, you know, a big waste. Big waste of my time. Hey, it's a Herald of Modcast. It certainly is. On the HMC Network. Okay. studios here in Santa Monica. That's cool. It's windy and cold. Yeah, it's awfully windy. And awfully kind of chilly for this time of year, but that's nice. I like it. Yeah, getting cold at night, uh, going to, into the 40s at night. Yeah. It's lovely. Yeah, it's kind of nice. Everyone was rained out. I still don't understand why people want to go to Times Square in the pouring rain and wear adult diapers. Yeah, and no one's drunk. <laughs> they're all sober that's the stupidest part of all i mean i'm sure some of them could no sneak there on were alcohol. people drunk because you're it? not well yeah there's got to be a bunch of drunk people there yeah but they don't sell alcohol do they they don't have bars for people they to, probably have little flasks i'm sure they get drunk before they go there yeah that kind of shit but i mean they're not out there buying beers and yeah having a fun time they're just standing in the rain with a flask i know sounds like a great sounds time. really awful Sounds wonderful. That sounds great. Oh, but hey, Constellation Pride, they got to watch the new kids on the block <laughs> perform in the rain. <laughs> hey, man, if that doesn't make it worth it. Playing the biggest hits. Yeah, the biggest hits <laughs> of this year, like Hang Tough and The Right Stuff. I used to do a joke where someone would like, come up to me, hey, what's up, Jake? Oh, you know, not much. Just hanging tough, looking for the right stuff, <laughs> listening to a lot of new kids on the block lately. Yeah. Yeah. They have a huge fan base still. Yeah, like an aging fan base. I know, but they still sell out like cruises and concerts. And it's yeah. funny that Donnie's the front man now. Donnie Wahlberg. Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah, he's he's shifted from like the tough guy of the group. <laughs> to, like bad, he was the bad boy in the early nineties. Now he's the front man. <laughs> In their 50s. Late 80s. This is, they 80s. were 80s. They were 80s, yes. weren't they? Hell yes. Late That's 80s, my era. Early like, 90s. At the, yeah, and then I did not it. like them, though. I was like, I liked Kurt Cobain at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Those are different worlds, man. Yeah. That was like my sister as a little baby. Can you all hear me still? Yeah, no, you're on. It's just your headphones. Oh, well, I'm glad everyone can hear me. So we've got some reviews to go talk about today uh aquaman wham 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 bitch i'm from baby. dc now playing in theaters and bird box um horror film starring sandra bullock now streaming on netflix and it became well according to netflix the highest stream property they've ever had 45 million people viewed it over the couple days which would translate to like a half a billion dollars at the box office the but revenue. can't really compare it apples to apples but right no it's yeah. pretty amazing yeah it's pretty intense like like we said we don't really understand how the revenue is streamed yeah <laughs> i still don't know how no they make a profit <laughs> yeah like i don't get it at all i no. you know they're just buying 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 up properties and you know well and it's like okay you did 45 million streams but people are still only paying 11 dollars a month i know it's like so what does that mean like how does that work like i don't do, get it i mean it granted like, it's a success in the sense that people watched it yeah. But, it, you know, how do you, there's no advertising dollars. I know. No, I don't know where they go with the revenue sources here. Yeah, it's interesting. they only have the one. I mean, I, except for third party. Right. I guess. I don't I know. Don't know. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they're going to lose. We were talking about this 
before we got on here that uh, Disney, with their new streaming service, is pulling you know everybody that has any Disney properties, and that means Marvel and Star Wars, Star Wars, Wars Mar- yeah, yeah. Pre- everything that everything. exists, everything that Fox is a thing. Now. All of like Leonardo da Vinci's work, and all of like <laughs> Rembrandt's work. They own, they own everything. Van Gogh. They own all the Van Goghs in the world. That's kind of funny. They own like George Orwell's work. Yeah, and shit. it's amazing. Yeah, I don't know what's. I you know that's going to be a huge loss. But but we were talking about it too. It's like, is it? I mean, yeah, it will. Will it mean that everybody will get Disney's streaming service? I don't think so. Because no one's going to dump their Netflix. Well, that's the thing. They might get it in, you know, addition to Netflix, but I find it hard to believe that anyone would cut the cord on Netflix and then just use Disney. I think it's going to be another thing that people are going to, like, feel how they have to get. And then they also have the Netflix and the Hulu and the Amazon or a combination of whichever. I think it's going to hurt cable even more like moving further and further towards cable just being gone Over, network son. tv being Over. gone yeah just look at like how little pull the new year's shit had they had nobody there they had new kids on the block i know you well, know they had j-lo yeah that's what she doing <laughs> and they had camilla cabello yeah and they okay. had uh i mean some of them i guess ryan seacrest had some bigger people i don't know but i mean it wasn't exactly well, he like had new kids new kids like the new stars of today camilla cabello yeah yeah you know her you know her <laughs> big fan of hers well are that you? song was a huge hit this year that song stinks i know it's so like just pop mind wash garbage and she has a fake ass it sure looked like it yeah why would you want to get a fake ass i don't know it's super like Especially during like this whole body positivity thing. I know to put like big pad your ass with yeah. like <laughs> literal like like sculpted ass cheeks. <laughs> it's kind of silly. Well, let's talk about uh, Aquaman first. We have been anticipating this for a long time because we, you know, from the first panel we saw two years ago at Comic Con. When for, when he first came out, when when well, actually even further back, when James Wan came out as introduced as the director of Aquaman. Yeah, they did that whole like producers of the upcoming or directors of the upcoming movies. So it was like Patty Jenkins, James and Ben Wan. Affleck, yeah. James Wan, the dude who was gonna do the Flash, and now that's long since been. Yeah, what's happening with that? I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, it might still be happening. I won't care either way if it does now. Right after the un, you know, the flop of Justice League. Or but, the disappointment that was just as well. right. Um, but so I mean, it's a, this was a huge undertaking. I mean, you know, Jason Momoa has been promoting it for a long time, like crazy. That was probably that yeah. That was probably the one good thing Zack Snyder's done in this entire franchise is to hire him to play Aquaman. Yeah, that was a stroke of genius. It makes makes so much sense on yeah. so many levels, and it gives Aquaman it rebrands it without being corny, right? Like it rebrands it and legitimizes it as a, as and rebrands it at the same time, right? Because it's tough to, it, I mean, everyone's talking about it being corny, but it's really Aquaman is corny. Well, and that's what I said yeah. up to like three years ago at the most. Aquaman was like a laughing running joke, right? In of the, the superhero world I of all super, yeah. A lot of people did. But and then Jeff Johns came and like reinvented the character on the you know on the page right in in the comic series and then now with this you know so it's become less and less of a sort of like inside joke Aquaman you right know? but you know that was a lot of work 
like rebranding this thing and yeah. making it to where people would actually show up and watch the goddamn movie. I know. When it was a fucking joke from like literally how far back does uh what is it the Justice League? Way back. Way way yeah. back with the you know the super friends and shit. Yeah. Um so it's Jason Momoa as Aquaman, Amber Heard plays Mara, Willem Dafoe's in it and he did not do any of the press like we didn't see him at Comic-Con. I didn't even know he was in the film until you know well i knew he was in the film but i thought he was like a cgi character i thought he was gonna be you know like johnny yeah. Monsu was like that fish man right 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 i thought willem dafoe was gonna be some like scary fish man because he looks like an evil little he fish does guy, but anyway. he wasn't he was just himself well he was sort of like jason just... moe's obi-wan yeah he was he was uh, like yes. his little mentor and he sort of shows him the ropes of how to use a trident and his people and where he comes from and how he's more than just a half breed and all right. that sort of thing, and that's a big part of the story. That's sort of where it starts. Well, it's all, let me just finish. Who else is in it? Yeah. Patrick Wilson, Nicole Kidman, who plays Queen Atlanta, Dolph Lundgren, who's got a bigger part than I thought he did. Me too. Me too. Um, Yaya Abul Matin the second, who plays Black, Black Manta, Manta, right? Yeah, yeah. And Tamara Morrison, who everybody knows as Boba Fett, who plays his father. There, yeah, and he was a Tongan guy. Yeah. 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 Um, so it is an origin story, um, yep. and they sort of bounce back and forth. I, I, which I thought was good the way they did that. They, you know, they it starts in the beginning. There's like an action sequence with Nicole Kidman that's pretty cool. Well, yeah, it starts with him finding her washed up on the rocks, and she's escaping an arranged marriage, and she doesn't want to go back to Atlantis or whatever the fuck. And then yeah. they sort of fall in love after he saves her, and they have a baby. Then a year out, when the baby's already a young little guy, all of a sudden the, like, underwater stormtrooper force finds them. Right. Those, like, outrageous uniform yeah. outfits. It was really, like, water s- stormtroopers. Right. Because inside of their fucking masks is, you know, their water filtration right, system. Right, right. And if you break the, you know, the seal on the face mask, the water leaks out. They're right. Like, <laughs> Although some of them can breathe above water in some yes that's right couldn't they yeah certain levels and you do learn the whole origin of how atlantis fell underwater and how the people could breathe under there like you learn that whole sequence and there's a cameo from graham mctavish who plays atlan yeah or atlingian He's the king, the king Poseidon. He yeah. wasn't Poseidon. He's basically the Poseidon. He yeah. seems like Poseidon. Right. And he had the, you know, the master trident. Right. Which is a big part of the story yep. of Jason Momoa basically going on a fetch quest yep. with Amber Rose or Amber Heard. To fight his half-brother, Patrick Wilson, who plays, who wants to become Ocean Master, plays yep. Orm. Orm. Like, and his... brother Orm. Right. And he is, challenges him to... Basically, the king of the trial ocean. by combat. Yeah, more or less. But we skipped, or skipped ahead where it's like the uh, Nicole Kidman's fight sequence is in in their like little house on the lake or on the ocean, and she kicks fucking ass yeah. in the lighthouse, and then she gets taken away. And you know, the dad basically sort of keeps a vigil on the pier every night waiting yeah. for her to come back. And, and Jason Moss grows up to be a big strapping young man. Who can also kick fucking ass? But you see, there's flashbacks where it shows him as a kid. Um, yeah, you know, when he first, on. like in the aquarium, that scene yeah, was in all the trailers. That was in the trailers. It was a good scene. Yeah, and then also, um, like you said, with Willem Dafoe being his Obi Wan, teaching him how to fight, mm-hmm. and with with tridents, with his mom's trident. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, and it, it sort of flashes forward to him. The uh, submarine sequence, which is very cool, it was a good. We so that's good when scene. we meet Black Manta, and that's basically the next kind of 
mm-hmm. big, you know, that, that happened sort of before anything else in terms of Jason Momoa going into Atlantis and stuff. Yeah, that's more him just sort of like kicking ass in the ocean. When showing that what he does, yeah. what he's doing is a half and half. And how you know? good he is at doing it. Like the yeah. coolest part is, one of the coolest parts of that scene is where he literally is like underneath the submarine and yep. just goes blasts up towards it and lifts it up out of the ocean almost and it's like shows you just how powerful he is well this was an important scene because i don't think everyone realizes how that that aquaman's a a superhero like they think that he can talk to the fishes and the right and he can manipulate them but he's also like a a, a, a sword goes into his chest and it doesn't penetrate him. Oh, he gets shot with a grenade. Yeah. At point blank range, he just gets like singed. Right. Yeah, so he's got that like invulnerability. And that's all true. Like that's from the comics. He is a very powerful being. And that's not, like I don't think they showed that enough in Justice League because he kind of gets, he does a little bit, but he, he gets his ass kicked a little bit. I mean, he does take on Superman like with the others. So yeah. You know he can fight, but like they, this is where you really see that in fact Aquaman is a super superhero. Well, doesn't he get shot in the head? Remember, he gets shot at like point blank yeah. range in the head, yeah. and just bullet falls, and right? Takes the gun and he breaks the gun. Yeah, man, he's yeah. got the Superman. You know, he's got you know he's powerful mm-hmm. and good looking at it, and good looking makes it look good while he's doing it. Yep, it's true. And so Black Manta is, is basically a sort of like modern pirate, like a secret uh, special yeah. operative pirate. Him and his father and go his father and they like raid submarines and Although know. we find out that he's basically doing it uh, at the bequest of Orm, Patrick yeah, Wilson, yeah. who's trying to create a war mm-hmm. with he's trying to get the other you know, gr- groups under There's like sea. four different clans. Right, which is Atlantis. cool. Like you said, there's cool world building Yeah, there. it's really, I mean, yeah. you got it. that's what we, we talked about with James Wan was like, he really went all the way and it, it comes off as over the top and corny to some, but at the same time, I embrace the fact that he was willing to just like, I'm just going to do this all the way. Yeah. And like, yeah. you know, bring everything to life in a like over the top way. Right. Like the costume design and, and the uh, the set designs of yep. Atlantis and the colors and the bioluminescence and everything's different moving and shapes and designs and yep. uh, an octopus playing the bongos and yeah. a lot of stuff like under the sea. And, you know, some of it is a little corny, you know, but, but, it's but not, it doesn't. Th- yeah, it's not offensively corny. And it's not as I mean, there's a lot of Marvel movies that are way more corny. Oh, yeah. Way worse dialogue, too. Yeah. I mean, there's some corny lines in this and some corny moments there's some corny moments with mara and him where there's like this in sicily music i know and well, it's like what well in that whole like toto africa but yeah pitbull oh it's i like know a club there a lot some... of the music choices were bad the, i didn't like the music like, director on this yeah the music, I thought direction, the music the direction was not great no yeah. i mean you have like endless resources it's like you you're hipper than that. Right. You can do better than Toto by Pitbull. That was a little bit... Or the, Africa yeah. by Toto covered by Pitbull. I know. What the fuck? <laughs> I agree. And it's like... Doom, 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 doom. Africa. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. I've been to Africa. <laughs> it's like, oh, yuck. You can do better than that. I know. That was a This bummer. is more disappointing. So I don't want to hear Pitbull in, right. in my movies. Right. Or anywhere, really. But definitely no. not in a movie. <laughs> anywhere, really. Quite frankly. Uh yeah, I mean there were things like that where I was kind of like, ah, come yeah. on, but it wasn't the end of the world. No, and I I just think that they this was a huge undertaking. Fuck yeah, and I don't I think the critics were 
too hard on it. I think it got like 65 or something like that. Well, yeah. I think it's, again, like we said, if this had been like a, some sort of standalone Marvel movie, it'd be like 88%. Mm-hmm. You know? But because it's a DC movie, right. they don't have the same pull as Disney, perhaps. And, or there's just like sort of that assumption that it's not going to be as good. Right. And whether it is as good as we all wanted it to be, it's definitely on par with a lot of the lesser Marvel movies. Absolutely, and yeah. better, really. It's better than Thor 2. It's better than yeah. Iron Man 2 and arguably three right you know there's you know it's better than like a good handful of uh, 20 plus different marvel movies, right you absolutely know? but it did get sort of panned by critics well it didn't get panned it got lukewarm lukewarm and lukewarm. but it made a ton of money but it's both been, weekends right both weekends it's destroyed it's worldwide closing in let's like it's like almost 600 million now yeah because they opened worldwide before they opened in the states which mm-hmm. was smart at the mm-hmm. holiday season because they went in with this momentum of having already made a ton of money and um, yeah. it's still, I'm sure it will well, win this weekend, too, because there's nothing else coming out yet. It found an audience. Yeah. And I'm sure Jason Momoa, being a real French Polynesian person, I'm sure really helped. Yeah. And like there's well, people like him. And, yeah. and he's super likable. I know. He's like The Rock, but he's like The Rock if The Rock, like, did you know, hung out at a biker bar. Right. Like, he's sort of like The Rock's, like, rebel, rebellious younger brother. Right. Where The Rock, like, stayed on the clean and narrow. And the younger <laughs> brother, he's he's got a good heart. You right. know, he's just been that different path in yeah. life you know but they came out they ended up meeting in the same place at the end yep you know and they're both super studly men studly fucking massive Momo is way studlier yeah i'd say so um yeah and he's it, massive he's huge like did you see him throw the trident on jimmy fallon yeah and he throws a full life scale size trident i know and his, tri- his tricep is fucking humongous he was holding the the trident like this and you see him <laughs> lift it up you're like that man is a fucking m- mammoth i know well, we stood next to him at on the like comic-con yeah and he yeah, was he's huge like six five six six 230, he 240. Was, he had the trident then. He was yeah. holding it. And, we and no like, shoes. He was I know. He, he was always walking around in no and shoes. And he towered over Chris Hardwick. Yeah. Remember that he really, he's like, you'll be Aqualad. And you're right. like, he does. <laughs> Compared to giant Momoa, he looks like Aqualad. And that wasn't this last summer. That was the Two one before. Two summers ago. Yeah. Because yeah, if you know, Chris Hardwick was not at this, this one, not at this Comic-Con. But he, and they had the whole crew at this one. Yeah. So it was yeah. the lead up. Yeah, totally. But I, I mean, I think they did everything right with the marketing and the Fuck release yeah. date. I think if they had released it in the summer, it might not have done as well. That's true. I think they were smart to do a winter release. Mm-hmm. I think... Um, and it beat, like, there's a lot of stuff in theaters. It beat Mary Poppins bombed, basically. Go figure Mary Poppins yeah. bombing. It's a Disney movie. It beat everything. It beat I everything mean, by twice. A lot. Yeah, twice. Yeah. In two weeks. And so, it, you know, it's been popular. And I mean, I was, I liked it. I, I was enjoying We had kind of like a crummy theater experience again. Yeah, it's just there's the like, lay of the land these yeah, days, I'm afraid. People like treat people it like they're next living to room. us. And yeah. Like, People talking, in front of us with their kids the standing children, up, talking. Mommy, is this is this the movie? Mommy, are yeah. dinosaurs real? And yeah, it's like, can the you whole sh- movie. The whole movie. Yeah. Just <laughs> sort of, like, not so loud that everyone could be like, shut the fuck up. Right. But, like, just loud enough that you can hear to it the whole time. You, yeah. And sort of split your focus. Right. And you want to smack someone. <laughs> I know. Like the parrots. Yes. Like. But Please, you just, you can't. what are you doing? And then you want to, st- you don't want to fucking smoke. And then there's like a ten of them, right? Like, oh, great! So both, all two rolls, that's uh, rows. That's all you guys, yeah, huh? yelling and screaming. Like, fuck me! I know. So there was that, but and which makes me want to see it again. Um, but it, I was, I enjoyed it. I was entertained by I was it. Entertained. I mean, that f- closing 
war sequence of the all the different Very factions cool. and then yeah. he comes with basically Cthulhu on his shoulders or vice versa. Yeah, I mean, you got your money's worth, I'd say. You did. I think so. And it does constitute a sequel, most definitely. Oh, it's definitely I mean, I mean, think that's got to be inevitable for sure i mean they set it up for that too I oh mean, yeah there is end credits there's end credits Spoiler alert. Well, you should also say that the black manta character they did that justice yeah that I was, was a really very impressed. cool character yeah they really gave him like the full set of skills to make him seem like he could actually be a, a true nemesis of uh aquaman right and when you think about it uh black Manta's is effectively just like a tony stark style character right. with better fighting skills you right know? so you think could a man in a suit take on the entire oceans of the world probably not but <laughs> you know, probably. But still, it was but it's a good. cool nemesis. You buy it, yeah. You buy it. He he builds his own suit out of like Atlantean technology right. that he's given by Orm as like you know a double cross sort of thing. Right. Then he makes his own suit out of it, which is cool. Very you cool. Know, it's a cool little setup, little lore. And the guy um, who's in off the boat and also played Kim Young, Kim Jung Un. Oh in, yeah, what's uh, his name? That actor. He's in all the stuff. Yeah. Um, I can't remember his name. Randall Park. Randall Park. He plays, he plays a like guy. a scientist who believes that Atlantis exists. And, and he's like a crazy scientist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mad scientist. There's, yeah. I mean, it's cool. Like, I definitely am looking forward to see where they go with this. Um, it Clearly, I, I saw a ton of influences from this film that I always talk about that you haven't seen yet called The Abyss. It was James, one of James Cameron's early films mm-hmm. starring Ed Harris, um, where there's like an underwater creature atlantean world de- mm-hmm. there and it really looks like this i, I like sure. would love to ask james wan if he was influenced because there's so much in that movie that was similar to me <laughs> um and that's worth streaming by the way the abyss yeah, the abyss. yeah, yeah for it's sure a great film um yeah, yeah so I liked, i'm, I'm I looking forward it. i don't know how they're weaving this into the you know fragmented dcu on film now i don't know i mean this movie's so successful they could do a sequel in like pepper it in yeah. other stuff right but it would still have to be an aquaman sequel like people are more gassed up to see an aquaman sequel now than a justice league sequel no who cares about seeing a justice league i don't sequel. think they need to even they, make one they kind of fucking shit the bed i don't think they are making one i don't see a justice league i mean two there's a, the you know there's a wonder woman 2 coming out yeah that's coming out and and that's in production and, and shazam one is all and that coming. looks kind of kind of cool i hope yeah. it, it delivers the the trailer looked good and the presentation at comic-con was good right better than i expected i was expecting it to be sort of a ding dong thing no it looked fun i mean i think they're gonna have to just now go with the ones that work you know yeah and that's fine i mean yeah. they're doing a suicide squad too it's confirmed well the joker movie's been wrapped product it's wrapped it's wrapped okay yeah so and that's another one-off is but there a batman character in that no, movie not that wow. i know of okay not or at least that not has not been that's confirmed. the one starring joaquin phoenix right. as the joker and i mean if you've sort seen of any of the story. yeah if you've seen any of the um pictures of him on the set he look it looks pretty and cool. like they have some little test footage and stuff too that you've that has leaked and it does oh, look cool right yeah, yeah. Just like no, no dialogue it's just sort right. of him walking through a subway station and yeah. stuff but i give them credits for taking on a uh, different approach to the classic character like the Joker and not making it corny like yeah. Jared Leto. You know, right. that like completely was the wrong direction. And this one, they took their own creative license, but it looks like it's going in a better direction, which I'm not surprised because that could boil down to like the artistry, artistic right. visions of the two guys that played the character. Right. Jared Leto and uh, Joaquin Phoenix are two very different people right and performers yeah 
Jared Leto's sort of a fucking ponce rock star. Yeah. You know, pretty boy, great actor. He's a good actor, yeah. But Joaquin's more of a grimy, gritty, like, actor. Right. Like, just do the roles I want to do and fuck off. Right. You know, so I'm not surprised that the end product might be a little bit more cerebral from Joaquin as opposed to Leto. Well, aren't they doing, like, a Bad Girls of DC like well they're doing a birds of prey movie but yeah right. i think they are doing a sirens they're doing a well, uh, by what's her face da- ava de Verney. isn't she doing a dc she's doing like a, a dc universe woman yeah i think that's the one with margot robbie is harley quinn oh, okay and it's like harley quinn Catwoman, and poison ivy okay I birds think. of prey that's not birds of prey okay that's the Scotland like City a dark, Sirens. Is there a Dark Universe one happening? I they, think there is. They announced that at the one of the Comic Cons yeah. like two years ago, but there was supposed to be a Justice League Dark, but I'm right. sure they're like, fuck, maybe we can't even put the name Justice League on anything right now. I know. Because people have a bad taste in their mouth. Right. Like people it's just so funny that like their collective influence was less successful than the individual characters, you know? Their T V stuff has been much more successful. Well it's they're all it's all still on the air. It's all and it does really well yeah like and it's a whole it's a whole universe that's working i mean marvel and dc are completely the opposite in that way marvel's tv stuff didn't work out it did for a little while but now it's all been pulled defenders oh yeah fist um daredevil jessica jones luke cage luke cage they're all canceled except everything except for Punisher, but I think I Punisher, that was canceled too. Well, they're releasing the second season oh, in February, okay. but then I guess you, I bet you it's not picked up for a third season. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they just finished the production on right. the second season. They're too expensive, and because they were so boring, so boring, so boring. It's like you, All, fucking Jessica dickheads. Jones was one of the least boring of them, actually. Go figure again, which is like the Defender should have been action packed, and that was boring. Yeah, it was, and Iron Fist was dull, and Luke Cage was a little boring, right? And Daredevil was a little boring. It's like, these are superheroes. Just give us a big, powerful bad guy and then right. kick his fucking ass. Yep. Like, we, it's okay. We're, it's just superheroes. Yeah, you know? I know. Sometimes you don't got to figure out. It doesn't have to be angst world. No, like, and it doesn't yeah. have to be like, well, how will I reconcile with my father? It's like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. fucking care. <laughs> you know, Batman, his parents, his death, it influences him to fight evil and that kind of thing. But like... <sighs> I don't know, Do man. Do we need three or four episodes of, trying to sort yeah, that out? Yeah, that's like, the thing. Watching Punisher like be a surrogate dad right. playing catch in the front yard with some guy's kids. Right. Like, go kill something, man. Cut something's fucking head off. <laughs> like the Ray, Ray Winston one. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, go blow a man yeah, up. Please. I want to see his body parts everywhere. Well, Punisher with uh, Shane... John Bernthal was pretty cool, but there were a lot of lulls. It was the same sort of formula. They were like this formula of all of those was just sort of lulls. Well, like don't give them too much action ever. Right. Make sure they're not having too much fun watching this. Yeah. (laughs) You want it to feel like super procedural. Yeah. And then we'll kill some people at the last second. Last second. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. People didn't watch it. Duh, you well, fucking it seemed, know. I mean, Jessica Jones people did watch for a while. Yeah, apparently. apparently I liked a lot of people it, liked actually. It. I liked it. I never actually sat down and watched it. Uh, you don't it. like What's-Her-Face, yeah, which I, like I understand because she kind of stinks. But, well, she just looks stupid. But I, but I did like the show better than the others. Daredevil was okay, too. But again, same, same formula of kind of lulls of boring. Um, but back to Aquaman. It, uh, Yeah, dug it. Liked it. Go see it. Go see it in theaters. It's worth seeing in a theater. Yeah. I mean, they have that whole, like, Mariana's Trench thing with the, they got the, like, the flare and they're being 
tailed by like thousands of these creatures right going that deeper, was so deeper. cool yeah it was a great shot like yeah. one of the most memorable sequences in the film and there was no dialogue it was just like this really cool artistically presented sort of like it was watching uh the scale of like this little red light and then yeah. all around it was sort of reminding me of like a riddick or something <laughs> Well, I mean, he created oh, like something that we really haven't seen before. No, like, not in superhero visually, films. Visually, like no. this underwater universe. I guess you closest compare it to would be like Thor, like going Thor's world, but it's above ground. Right. You know, it's sort of, there's some like very similar similarities to the Thor well, world I mean, the kings old, and queens and, you know, there's ancient like lore. There's like the old, you know, you know, 20,000 Leagues movies and stuff. And like, but literally the Abyss is the only movie I can think of that took on anything like this but it's Hmm. so most of it is not you know anywhere near like dealing with this world like what he created here was pretty remarkable so you got to give it to him and like all the different world building was really cool i love world building me too and like this it's it's interesting to dive into the character of aquaman yeah after you know because there was so much build up to seeing him and to seeing him like helm his own thing and like will it work is he a, a leading man? Like, we know him as Cal Drogo or Drago. We know him as, you know, these sort of, like, cool characters right. in other people's movies. But this is his first. Well, he's got Frontier, which is sex. Not the same. It's true. I know. Not the same. Like, the Aquaman is, like, But he's, is he held his own. He did oh, it. Yeah, and he like, seems to be a really good-natured guy. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of press. That's a lot and of trident. I know, to throw. and he was like so just humble, happy to be well, like hitting his moment. Of yeah, to drink and shit. I know. Guy loves Guinness. I still, I think guy. he's going to show up in this season of Game of Thrones in some capacity because he just was spending too much time in Belfast on well, his Instagram. Well, he's got so much juice. Yeah. Why not like bring him back as a walker and like put him in? Right. The man has juice. Yeah. You know, people love him. Yeah. I love him. I'm going to marry him. I love him. You don't love him like I love him. <laughs> Only I may love him. All right, let's move on now to another film that is currently streaming on Netflix, as we alluded to. It is extremely popular. According to Netflix, is their most popular ever. Apparently. It's called Bird Box, starring Sandra Bullock. Bullock. Um, Trevante Rhodes, who was in Moonlight and Predator. Oh, he um, was in Moonlight. Yeah, he was. Oh, that's where he's from. Yep. Okay. And uh, John Malkovich, Sarah Paulson. Um, it's written by Suzanne um, Beyer, who um, most recently did The Night Manager. She's got an Emmy, a Golden Globe, and according to her IMDb, an Oscar. But I did not see the listing for the Oscar, so I don't know what that's for. But oh, well. apparently she has all those awards. We'll just have to trust it. Yeah. And um, so this is a, an apocalyptic story. Sort of supernatural yeah. apocalyptic happening. Yeah. Which some would definitely compare this movie to The yeah. Happening by Mark Wahlberg, written and directed by Mark Wahlberg. No. M. Night Mark Wahlberg <laughs> Shyamalan. <laughs> but that movie sucks. Oh, it's horrible. Um, this uh, Sandra Bullock is preg. She's an artist. She's pregnant, and she's a begrudging pregnant. Yeah, she doesn't. She's basically like, I don't like kids. I'm not going to want a kid. Yeah. I don't want. I don't have a husband in my life. She I don't had, want like, a, a significant other. Boyfriend. I mean, it was a roommate who knocked her up and then left. Yeah, I guess she's thinking about abortion or adoption. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. giving it up for adoption. 
Um, we don't see that very much, and it's, I think it's kind of yeah. a cool angle to take because she's not like the doting. She's an antihero, mother. kind of. Yeah, well, she's also just not like the typical woman. Can't no. wait to have my baby and raise it. You right. Know? There's, I'm sure there's a lot of women that once they find out are pregnant are not like, like I don't fuck want yeah, this. like yeah. let's do it. Oh my god. Right. You know, like we always see the guy who's like, oh, this sucks. But I'm sure there's a lot of people out there getting pregnant. You know, women. Right. Being like, oh fuck. Like, I'm an artist. I'm right. not a fucking mom yet. Uh, you know, so it was kind of cool to see that. And she's like, she must be playing an older person. Not old, but like, she's not playing a young woman in this. No, but she's definitely playing younger than she is because she could not really be pregnant at her age. Well, we don't know that. I mean, not, I don't mean, I mean, she, yeah, she's not playing a 50-year-old, but she's probably no. playing a 40-something. Right, getting, exactly. She, yeah, she's not a young woman. She's yeah. definitely getting pregnant later in life right. as a single artist woman. So right. it sort of sets up you know her character which is yeah i thought just an interesting choice yeah and it it takes place in the present and the past where you sort of see the origin of this happening and her sister played by sarah paulson who um and her she's taking her to her you know neonatal exam yeah, yeah, yeah and um this thing kind of breaks out and it's sort of almost like this it's like the happening but it's also like world war z where all of a sudden everyone's like frantically well they go they, yeah happens. they go from like zero to 60 yeah instant and they're they're quick and they're lethal and uh but it's mostly like suicidal shit that if you causes see it, stuff. The, this is it this is ver- this is if you s- look at whatever these creatures are which we never find well, out because they're invisible so you're right. seeing something but you never know what they're seeing right which is also sort of interesting and it plays with people's minds and they end up like killing each other killing themselves or becoming like zombies who are obsessed with getting people to see them yeah and they do weave this thing in where it's like if you're already mentally ill then the the visions you you sort of become uh, enamored right. by the visions as opposed to like suicidal right, and murderous right, like right. maybe because you're already mentally ill right and so and those people can like disguise themselves as like oh no i'm fine like no big deal but right. really they've already like become obsessed with the, the visions and now they are corrupted yeah which is kind of cool that like sane unquote people become insane right. and then insane people become you know sane right pseudo sane pseudo sane yeah like at least a, a visage of sane right which is kind of interesting. Oh, B.D. Wong's in it. B.D. Wong's in it. Fan of him. Yeah. John Malkovich. So what happens is that it breaks out. It was in Russia on the right. TV. They're at the hospital. It breaks out in their small little American town. Right. And shit goes to hell like in the beginning of uh, uh, Dawn of the Dead. Like that whole opening sequence where it goes from zero to 60 instantly. Yep. That was a great scene in the beginning of that movie. Oh, that was really. Yeah. yeah. Where she's like runs out her house and then there's just cars crashing right. and explosions and she ends up at the mall. Yep. Whereas these people all end up in B.D. Wong's like nice architecture house. Yeah, and then Malkovich is his, um, and there's already people, his neighbor. In there, there's, yeah. Um, Lil Rel Howery, the yeah. guy from Get Out, Get Out's in he's it. In it. Um, yeah, yeah. Veteran uh, British actor Tom Hollander, who's in the Pirates movies, has been in oh, a million, yeah. million things. You recognize him instantly. The, yeah. He plays a guy who kind of comes in who you think he's just uh, a guy who's out there needs and, help. and needs help and he turns out to not be a good guy um well his story is interesting too because he realized Machine that Gun it, Kelly, kelly's in it yeah recent uh <laughs> uh eminem rap rival yeah Machine that, Gun was, kelly. yeah that was surprising yeah he has a very small incidental part doesn't but, really make a difference probably just wanted like name recognition on the 
right. we got like a cool rapper guy in it too. Yeah, it's a good movie to get in. I mean, so th- sh- you get these flashbacks of seeing how this all happened and unfolds, and these people all, and this other pregnant woman. They find. They find, and she's she's in a lot of stuff right now. She's in this Netflix movie called Dumplin'. Um, she's, she's in pancakes. Yeah, right. Um, the rapper, so, right. white chick rapper. So she, uh, she's also pregnant, and they're both pregnant together. And they're all stuck in this house. They're running out of resources. Yeah. There's like ten people in the house, and they're trying to figure out, okay, how are we going to get food? How can we leave? And they can't look. They have to keep blindfolds on. <laughs> and so they, they keep have their to eyes closed. Drive to. They have to cover up this car like they're vampires. Yeah. Like black it all out, and then use GPS to get to this supermarket. Yeah, or Ralph Howery's character works. Right. So he has the keys to get into the supermarket. Yeah. And, you know, they get there and sort of like the mist. It is. There's like, it feels like the mist. It yeah. feels like the happening. It, it feels, feels like, like a lot of different things. A lot of different stuff. But then it, it, then it flashes forward. Like it starts, it starts with Sandra Bullock telling these two, like four or five year olds, like, yeah. you know, three, four year olds, three, three or four year olds, a boy and a girl who she calls boy and girl. Yeah. No names. No names. And she's basically saying to them, you cannot take your blindfolds off. You will die. And they have to get in the river because they've got a communication from someone saying there's a compound. And they have to take this treacherous journey. In a little boat, little little boat with little paddles. And they're all blindfolded. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty intense. So you've got that and her with the kids making that trip flashing back to the origins right. of how they were born the kid was how born, the kids were you know? even yeah conceived and, and how they survived right which like how do you survive as a pregnant and then a new mother in an apocalyptic situation and why are there two kids yes, and why, why do you have them and where's everyone else i mean it's and so they really they the way they weave those two realities you know the it's past kind of and the, it's interesting well, yeah, it's well done when you realize that she's now all by herself right you're like what happened you know, to no, what happened all these people and they and you find out and, the, piece by and piece. it's it's very well done uh, sandra bullock is really good as she is mm-hmm. and um I, I, it's really worth watching it's it was well done i liked it yeah i liked it better than the happening you know if you're yeah. comparing it directly to that i, th- I felt it was not yeah, pretty entertaining. I mean, it's, I never got mad that you didn't actually get to see the creatures. No spoilers. No, you you don't, you don't see anything. Get mad. But you're not yeah. mad. I'm not really mad at it. It's there's some scary stuff. There's definitely. some violence, deaths and stuff. Yeah, there's violence definitely. Definitely yeah. like some gore. I mean, it's a mild horror movie. Gore, horror, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know, and it's pretty high stakes. Uh, I'd you know. say it's pretty high stakes. It was interesting. Was some of the funnier parts to me, or not funnier parts, but parts that you could tell they had to sort of edit around was like. There's a moment where she, Sandra Bullock and Trevante Rhodes are outside mm-hmm. and they start to have like a heated argument. Right. But they're also blindfolded. Yeah. And you could tell that like after filming those things, just like, huh, people arguing blindfolded? Yeah. Does it really kind of comes off as hilarious? Yeah. In Cause, a way. Cause yeah. Because they're trying to have this serious like person to person like what do you expect me to right, do but they're blindfolded <laughs> it's actually kind of cool that they did that yeah because i'm sure they might have shot more scenes because usually when right. they get into big arguments they're inside so they right. can make eye contact and argue right but it's like uh, when they're arguing blindfolds it like, is kind of hey, silly Karen, yeah <laughs> what do you expect me to do <laughs> like well i don't know jeff what do you tell me it's like i'm over here <laughs> i'm over here <laughs> it was just like yeah it was kind of funny but funny. Uh, it was just like a, a little observation but overall yeah it was, it was pretty cool man survival yeah. horror kind of thing and a little mystery a little sort of like who makes it out alive type of thing and 
Yep. Yeah, and some uh, cool gory things, a couple little twists. It could be, and this could be a cool sequel. There could be. They, yeah, technically, technically, they sort of left it open. Technically, yes, because if they, you know, no spoilers, you know, they make it to wherever they wanted to go to without spoiling it, but that doesn't mean that place will be safe forever. Right. Right. Well, because it, it doesn't, there's no conclusion at the end where everybody's okay and the well, world is safe of, yeah, again. Yeah, the world isn't safe. No, that's what I mean. So right. because the world isn't safe, you could have a sequel to this. Well, and all it takes is one person to get infected. Right. And then they start killing and then, you know, and that, that, you know so right. it's like they're safe, but for how long? Right. And or how and what, who else gets in from the outside? Exactly. You know? Yes. Yeah. I, w- I would actually like to see that, uh, that sequel. So Netflix, get on it. I'm sure they will if it really did that well. If it did that well. I don't know if Sandra Bullock would do a sequel, but maybe she will. Maybe she would. It did pretty yeah. well, and it's probably the most interesting thing she's done in 10 years or oh, five she, years. Eh, she's done what a was lot the last, of interesting things. Since when? What was, I'm what saying like the about? last thing. What was the last like big she thing? She did Ocean's 8, which made a buttload of money. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. I didn't see that. And she oh, did yeah. Gravity, which she got nominated that for was an like Oscar. Five years ago, that was like three years ago. No, that's a long time ago. Well... She but keeps consistently not a great doing movie. things. Like gravity is like visually. Yeah, I don't like, know. I'd say she's. Yeah, she, she does keeps good. Doing she stuff. keeps working. She keeps yeah. working. But I mean, this is big. You know, might as well just do a sequel. I know it'd be cool. I guess you don't need the same people. It could do like a Walking Dead thing where it's the same world, different characters. Exactly. But you and know. there happens to be a Walking Dead character in this. Is it? Yep. At the end. Oh yes! You'll have to watch it to find out who. Yeah, you'd be you'll be surprised. Yeah, if you're and you have to be like a real hardcore Walking Dead fan to get who it is. Yeah, you'd have to be sort of pretty into the show. Uh, so yeah, so those are two good movies. Go see them. Two good movies. See one on Netflix. You should go and see them for free. Yeah, pretty much. See one in the theaters for fun. For fun. Um, for laughs and then also maybe see Holmes and Watson yeah we were gonna go see that I still want to see it I do it. too it's the I new mean, Will Ferrell John C. Riley. it got panned I know 7% <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> and dig this apparently Netflix passed on it from Warner Brothers because of the because it was test, so bad because no the, the test screenings were so bad oh. so like it didn't even before it even got you know to market obviously I mean but, Step Brothers didn't do well when it first came no, out no people thought it was stupid and I did that not. That movie's so funny. People thought it was like lowbrow, right? You know? And like, uh, like a you know, it oh, is. it's not Will Ferrell's but it's best hilarious. work. Yeah, it is. It is. But that's the that was the story, and those are the right. characters, you know. And that's what makes it like timeless almost. Now, now it's like a timeless classic. I will watch Holmes and Watson when it comes out on yeah, streaming. I'll watch which it for will sure. Probably be fast. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it should have just skipped the theater and just went straight to. Well, Netflix. that's the thing too. <laughs> now it's like it. how many you know this is like the new thing are we really going to go do a theatrical release when we can do bypass it yeah, yeah. bypass it you i guess you of... still make a lot more money if you do a theatrical release obviously but, yeah yeah i guess you have the yeah. opportunity to make much much more money right. but it almost has to be a lot there's a lot more steps to prove that it will be a success right, right? you have to be strategic it's so hard to tell I know. It's so hard to tell what will be succeed. What else do we have coming up? I mean, you can tell when something's going to bomb, like that moving towers movie or the moving islands. The dark towers? Oh, oh, no. mortal engines? Yes. <laughs> moving towers, mortal engines? <laughs> moving islands, <laughs> shifting sands? Wasn't that like a teen? Fiction. 
fiction yeah. and it was a complete I mean like you're complete right bomb. you know what else complete is gonna bomb. bomb that movie like the AI movie yeah the fucking big eyes that, movie yes with um, with what's his face Christoph Waltz Christoph Waltz and, and Mahershala Ali yeah and then there's this like basically this character that's CGI girl CGI and why can't it just be an actual actor girl. well because the whole her whole body is a normal person except for her big dumb eyes yeah her big dumb like anime cartoon eyes yeah. And of course, she's the most powerful being in the universe and doesn't even know it. That's not go figure. Do no, she didn't even know it. Like, yeah. go figure. She was the most powerful one of all. Well, I'll tell you the next movie that we're going to be talking about and excited about is Glass, which opens on January 18th. Oh, that's soon. And it is the sequel to Split and is part of the universe of. Um, Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what a clever way for a vampire to, you know fuse all that stuff together and now make a you know follow up to both it's all movies. three of those characters and it looks pretty cool we saw they didn't we yeah there was a panel yeah. at comic-con yeah Bruce willis was drunk he was drunk he was so drunk yeah it was funny he was really drunk <laughs> yeah i know it was so funny they had but to, like, m. Night Shyamalan was there and that was actually really cool that was exciting well m night got like super emotional kind of he was like you know i just do this because i love to have you know i pay for the movies myself and they're always very small sets and they're intimate and i want to make sure that where well, you know bruce willis really went to bat for me for right. six cents and i've been his friend for 20 years and bruce was like you know <laughs> I was John McClane, <laughs> and Okatomi Plaza. Uh, it is not a Christmas movie. This is not a Christmas movie. <laughs> I never said it's Jingle Bells, you got machine gun, and ho, ho, ho. And they're like, okay, how about Sam Jackson? He's like, oh, I think Bruce said everything. Well, M. Night is one of the most successful filmmakers of all time because his movies cost nothing and they make so much dude even the bad movies make a ton of money it's unbelievable yeah he's extremely successful yeah it's incredible the amount of money he has generated by keeping the cost down just being frugal yeah or being sensible really yeah he's all his movies whether you like them they all look like they're ready for market Uh, it's true like they all look like they're ready for a theater screening you know they don't look like film student shit yeah, and they I cost mean, like two million. They cost nothing. They cost nothing, and they generate so much. Hundreds money. of millions. Yeah, hundreds of millions. Which which one? Like it was either Signs or that Grandma and Grandpa signs. one that was shockingly made so much money. Yeah, yeah. Like, was, and we were like, what? It was his like rebirth. Yeah, because that movie was okay. It's not the right. most original story, and it was kind of creepy, but it wasn't like you know groundbreaking. No, but hey. So as far as other notables, I mean, you know, we're going into that winter lull for screening for movies. It's going to be a lot of like stuff that, you know, we might you might go see in the theater, but you probably will wait until it comes to streaming. Um, Captain Marvel comes out in March. I'm sure that's something that people will go see in the theaters um, because it's going to be a big setup for Infinity War Endgame. Right. Um, there's a How to Train Your Dragon 3 comes out in February. Three. Yep. I haven't even seen two. Um, Let alone three or four even. Right. Maybe five. Uh, yeah. I mean, as far as like this whole superhero universe, we have like a ways to go. Hellboy comes out in April. A bunch of stuff comes out in April. Yeah. yeah April's the beginning of the season. Um, really. Shazam and Infinity War will be at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. So. 
that's kind of the, the kickoff. That's now. It used to be May was the kickoff for yep. the summer. That's the, now that's the it's, last week it's April. April. It's all been pushed Not back. Not even last week, Hellboy's April 12th. Well, I mean Marvel. Because yeah. Marvel, they were literally going to put that fucking last Endgame movie out on May 3rd, my fucking birthday. Right. And they had it release date for May 3rd, and they pushed it back a Boo. single week, so it is no longer on my birthday. Sorry, I'm going to write to Disney and be like, Dear Disney, you I'm just little Jake Esso. I just <laughs> want, I only wanted one thing for my birthday, and that was for you <laughs> to change your entire, your entire marketing campaign to put <laughs> it back on May 3rd, the Friday of my birth, yep. and release the movie. It's a Ew. small ask. I'm a cancered child. Please help me out. Shazam's got some competition with the remake of Pet Cemetery. Oh, that might be good. That they both open on uh, April 5th. Yeah, I hope that's good. Yeah. Uh, Disney's got a, the reboot of Dumbo that comes out in yeah. March, and they've got the Aladdin movie that comes out in the summer. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I don't know about those. I just don't care about those live actions. Yeah. I don't know. They don't change any of the... Like, there's nothing, not enough of a change. Right. Like, what is this? Why am I, I paying agree. to see this a second time, but lesser? Right. The original one was a fun animated movie. This just feels like it's, like, direct-to-TV version. Sure does. Uh, yeah, so I think that's it for us. Yeah. On this week's episode of the Herald Modcast on the HMC Network. Visit us at thehmcnetwork.com and, uh, you know, listen to us wherever you get your podcast, kids. Yeah, listen up. Listen up, and we'll be back with uh, some more fun stuff to talk about. All type of stuff in 2019. Yeah. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year, you bunch of fucking jerks. <laughs> See ya. Ha, 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 ha,